what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Yes, we're live. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but each sound effect has a little warming pellet in it so you can melt the snow. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Each little bit from the media has a pellet of freezing in it so that they can scare you. Get it? Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Uh, that's, that's really simple. I drove through the mess to get here. That's why. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly tug. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. That's right. I actually checked that out. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. It's a little cold outside, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes... I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, in the last couple of days, if you've been hunkered down, did you spend more or less time with God? Because we all had time, didn't we? Oh, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness or coldness. Well, reach out to us. It doesn't take a lot to do. We won't do anything weird that we can tell you. You can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. And when you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Talking to Dynamite D, that's like uh, talking to somebody who pushes through a storm just to be helpful. That's nice, right? That's what you do. That sounds like you. That's that's you, brother. (laughs) You're the helpful one. Here's the bottom line. Maybe you've got something you want to share. Maybe it's a it's a praise report. You got like the Lord is merciful did this or gracious did this. Whatever it is you want to say. Or maybe you've got a prayer request. Remember we're still praying for Nola, we're still praying for the audience. We're praying for safety for everybody in the audience. Maybe you got that going on and you just want people to join you in that prayer process. We will do it. This is the time. Let's do it now. Let's share these testimonies, let's share these prayer requests, let's share the Christian faith together. That's the design of the show. If you want to, you can reach out to us by text, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. Brr. 
Anyway, uh, bottom line is uh, you can reach out to us. Also, you can email us during the show, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. Not, gee, wouldn't you like to have more snow and ice here in Dallas because of all the global warming at gmail.com? Nope, it's just david at hemustincrease.org. We will also send you to the website. I do want to say this. You're thinking, why are you in? Why did you come in today? Well, it's very simple. Uh, I came in because I felt like we had the opportunity. I had the the avenue to get in. I'm also here to ask you to help us financially. Why? Because whenever we do replays a whole bunch of times in a row, let me explain to you the sound that I hear. You say that a lot, David. Yeah, (laughs) it's so true. Whenever we do replays, it's like people are like, "Uh uh-huh. Hey, if you can give, give. We could use it. But if you can't give, don't worry about it. Don't stress. Please pray for us. We need that. That's very important. Also, don't forget on the website is the ambassador information, which I forgot to tell Aunt Deb. I did get the the. I, oh no, I did tell her. We did get the the forms. I just got to get them to her. And like I said, they're they're not perfect, but well, neither's the show, so that doesn't matter. Hey, check it all out. Go to he must increase dot org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org That's what happens when you step in ice and it melts. That's exactly what happened (laughs) in almost failures today, walking on the ice. ice. Now, I'm going to share a story. I'm not going to do it yet, but I'm going to share the story in the next segment about Tuesday and Wednesday, which you guys will, I think, find somewhat amusing. I'm just going to say that real quickly. Uh, as D Dynamite D will testify, I am in shorts today. I was in shorts on Monday. I was in shorts on Tuesday. And yes, I was out. And I was in shorts on Wednesday. Why, Dave? Why? Because my pants don't fit. So the shorts do, the pants don't. That's how it goes. If you don't like it, oh well. Here we go. Uh, A couple things I do want to remind you about. Don't forget praying for the audience, of course. Don't forget your February buddy. This is day number two. You should be in your February praying. Eric sent me a text saying, happy second day. Same thing from Joanne and Cordelia. Got to be praying for our buddies. And, and I just want to thank everybody that reached out to asking input and advice. I asked uh, probably about five or six different people about input and advice about, you know, should, should I do this? Should I do this? Not that I listen, <laughs> as is testified by the fact that I'm here. But I love that I can do that and talk to people and use their confidence. Okay? So pray for the audience. Okay? You should be praying for safety because that's just a good idea. And then pray for your Feb buddy. Okay, you should be praying for your fed, but it doesn't have to take five hours to do it. Just pray for him. All right, now this text, and I am, I know you think, oh, Dave, you're always excited. (laughs) This text I shared with one of the uh, Barnett boys before he launched into big ministry. And this, it's so important. And the Lord had showed it to me, and I was able to share it to him with him like the next day it was one of those weird scenarios where god shows you something and then you share it with somebody and you go oh and you know the lord was in it listen to this text and i want you to hear it and hear what's being said it's very critical for you to understand here's what it is second corinthians chapter 2 verse 12 now when i went to trials to preach the gospel of christ 
and a door stood open for me in the Lord. Verse 13, I had no peace in my spirit. So let's understand something that you guys are just going to go, what? But there's this idea that every time you're in the will of God, that everything is super smooth. Okay, that's ridiculous because when Jesus and the disciples— were in the boat, and Jesus said, let's go to the uh, to the other side. They were in the perfect will of God, and in the boat, what happened? There were storms. You couldn't be any more in the perfect will of God than they were, as Jesus said, get in the boat, we're going to the other side. They were in the perfect will of God. Guess what happened in the perfect will of God? Storms. Yeah. Got that? Okay. D, I can hear you a little bit. You're picking up on the mic, just to let you know. So be aware that even though you're walking closely connected to the Lord, that does not mean there be no storms. Okay, use the uh, use the Star Trek thing from Scotty. There be whales. Okay, so there be storms. Get it? All right. So just function in that thought process. Paul went to Trous to preach the gospel of Christ. He didn't go there to fiddle. He didn't go there to start a business. He didn't go there because he was bored. He went there to what? To preach the gospel. You got anything in the in the universe you think is more important than that? Nah. I mean, what's more important than helping people determine or helping people understand their, their selection for where they're spending eternity? Even though God knows that selection, mankind doesn't. And so they have to make that decision. And so the Lord knows, but we are required to preach the gospel. And we're going to be talking about that in about two weeks. We're going to put to bed the, the all the, those big mysteries uh, to some degree. But here he's preaching the gospel of Christ. And guess what he says? A door stood open for me in the Lord. Do you know that the Lord will give you opportunities? He will give you opportunities to do things. He will give you opportunities to fulfill in his kingdom. He'll probably give you opportunities and things in life. But not every single door, listen to me, is the best door in the universe. Do you understand that? In other words, there might be an opportunity, right? There's an opportunity. Wow. I'm going to preach the gospel of Christ. I've got a door. This door is opened from the Lord. It's not from Satan. It's not from circumstance. It's not from its flesh. The door stood open for him from who? The Lord. That's where the door is open from. But look what verse 13 says. I just want to, it's just so good. I had no peace of mind because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I said goodbye. Now listen to this. I mean, what a blessing. We've come in this Second Corinthians passage. And so far, this book has been lights out. I've had more fun teaching this than almost anything. This passage has been foundational for my personal walk. Starts off with Paul talking about going somewhere to preach the gospel. It's impressive. He first says there's an open door from the Lord. That means God said yes to the initial direction. Now, what's even more impressive is that Paul, as he describes it, he's sharing. Guess what? He's not comfortable. He has no peace in his spirit. Another translation said he has no peace of mind. Another translation said he has no rest in his spirit. It's all the same thing. We can't use this exclusively of the guidance and the direction we get from the Lord, but we can use this as a part of the tools 
that we get from the Lord to help us understand when we're on the right course. Do you understand what I just said there? In other words, you know, the counsel from the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that's going to be number one. The Word of God giving you direction, that's number two. There's wisdom and counselors, that's number three. I mean, those are all, these are all things around. You know, answer to prayer is going to be in there in the one, two, three mix. Everybody knows this. But there is this element there, peace of mind, rest in spirit, comfortableness, rightness. It seems right. Ding, 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 ding. You've got to be aware that there are times where the Lord will use this. Again, not exclusively, but definitely he will use it. And so here's the thing that he did that I... Uh, I just, I just, it's so amazing. People get so upset about this. You know what he did? Listen to what he says. I had no peace of mind in my spirit. Okay, so he's not comfortable, right? He's not, you think, well, it's not that he's not comfortable. Okay, fine. He had no rest in his spirit. Got it. But because he couldn't find his brother Titus, which was kind of the key because he was looking for Titus in the situation, and there's an open door there, but Titus wasn't there. So he he's thinking this is not the best of the best. It's not the worst. It's just not the best. It's not what's right. What's outstanding is what he does next. Ready? Here's what he does. Ready? He left. <laughs> he goes, see ya. People are so afraid to leave. Sometimes the answer is to say, bye. <laughs> that's the answer. How do you know? Well, that's about praying, and that's about communing, and that's about following, and that's about being aware about the rest in your spirit. We'll take our break, come back. I'll share a little bit of the story of what happens. Pretty funny. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? So you know what David did? He asked God again. And how did God answer? He answered him. God didn't go, oh, you asked me twice. <laughs> strike you with lightning. Strike you with lightning. It's like, that's not how this works. So the scripture says in 1 Samuel 23, 4, go check out your Bible. Once again, David inquired of the Lord and the Lord answered him. It's like, go, 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 go do your thing. Go, 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 go. It's okay to inquire more than once, even if there's an answer that you've got, because sometimes we look for reassurance and clarity and for comfort and from eliminating hearing mistakes. We're not trying to irritate God. We're not trying to fight against his will. We're not trying to be uh, disobedient. The Lord knows that. See, I think what happens is we'll do something. It'll be sincere action. Then somebody else may hear about it or you mention somebody and the way they interpret it is different than the way God interprets it. When I come before the Lord and he says, go do this, and I come before the Lord again and do one of those, are you sure? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. That's not me trying to be bad. And this is the same kind of thing that happens when you get into the the, the people that that uh, you know one group in Christianity is like you know you can't you, you can't ask for signs and ask for signs at all because it shows that you either have no faith or you don't believe Jesus is Messiah. Well, first of all, that's not true because God gave signs all the way from Genesis to Revelation, so that's just silly. The other part of that is people asking for signs like Gideon were just like going, okay, I'm just trying not to mess this up, right? What Jesus rebuked was the people asking for a sign to prove he was the Messiah. That's substantially different than asking God, uh, I, I just need to know I'm not doing this dumb. Right? I mean, and that's why what we do is we kind of pour into these rules and these reasonings, and it's like, you know what? Don't do that. Come before the Lord. Be yourself. 
You know, you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to posture before God. He already knows. <laughs> it's like it's like, you know, I just want you to know I'm not going to look up right now. Now, if you really feel that way, that's fair. But don't do that because you're trying to impress God because he knows you're trying to impress him. So then don't do that. Just tell him what's going on. Share your heart. Share your feelings. One of the things that I see about prayer, and this is a true statement. Some people say, well, people pray to get things changed. Uh, it's maybe better to say that we pray so that God changes us. That might be more accurate so that we get into a surrender or a, a, a yielded position. It's not that you can't have faith, not that you can't pray, but um, what I'm talking about is coming and yielding and going, Just I'm just trying to get the clarity. I want to know what I'm doing is what you want to do. I think it's a, a very important element for people who are seeking wisdom just to be as earnest and honest as possible. If the Lord grants you a sign, the bigger problem about that is most of the time, like for Israel, they didn't believe it anyway. On Christ the solid rock I stand. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where you just heard a fill about getting direction. <laughs> and then we just thought on it. That's right? the first thing that came to mind. It's I like said, wow, because it's not planned. You've got to be kidding. And then we weren't even here for the first three days. Oh, my God. Okay. Everybody just go, uh, okay, whatever the Lord wanteth. Just start saying that. Whatever. In fact, that should be a bumper sticker. Whatever the Lord wanteth. That would be better. Uh, <laughs> teaching on direction. And there's the fill. you got to catch this stuff. Uh, here's your first trivia question. Who wandered around in the fields of Shechem looking for his brothers before finding them near Dothan? Who wandered around in the fields of Shechem looking for his brothers before finding them near Dothan? Joyette and Cordelia will get the pow-pow on this. I will help you if you are trying to figure out the first name. A very big entertainer, last name Bishop. <laughs> See if you can figure that out. Uh, or Sloppy. Okay, there you go. Good meal. All right, so uh, if you think you know the answer, <laughs> that was a good one. Sloppy. That was a good one. Uh, 972-445. In fact, I think I want that for uh, for dinner. 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483. That is the number to text. And then David at he must org. That would be the email to do that with our our question. Straightforward, you guys. A lot of people don't even know we're live. That's, we're brave. Uh, who wandered around the fields of Shechem uh, looking for his brothers before finding them near Dothan? Your hint is uh, great meal, sloppy. Okay. Uh, we're going to do our DNA before we do anything else because we haven't done DNA live for a while, so let's do it. D stands for Draw Closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily, as in the last three days where nobody did anything or <laughs> didn't do as much. We should be spending time with the Lord. Okay. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. It's getting worse if you don't know this. There's a church that put out a position on marriage and the local newspaper ripped them to shreds for standing in the Bible. So just amazing. It's amazing. And this happened in Florida. It's like, wow. And then A, always be ready. To serve. 
to serve, which means we've got other people on our radar and not just ourselves. We've got other people thinking about other people, wondering how they're doing, making sure that we're fulfilling the command to carry one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. I'll give you a couple of things to tell you that you will find amazing. So on Monday, we kind of knew it was not looking good, so we decided to do a replay on Monday, and then we had uh, knew that Tuesday was going to be out for sure. So here is the uh, uh, spoon buffoon experience on Tuesday. Ready? We're in our house, right? So only Deb knows how long the driveway is. It's completely full of ice, right? We decide, hey, you know what we should try? We should try and get the car out and see if we can get around the neighborhood. We get in Noel's truck. We do not drive down the driveway. We slide down the driveway. And because we can't control it and the truck won't move anywhere, we park it right in front of the house going, that's just, there's just nothing there. Okay. So we just, this is like ridiculous. Now question, is it an SUV or a truck? No, it's a truck. Oh, it's wow. Truck. Okay. It's a rear, rear, rear uh, wheel though. Not front wheel, but it's not four wheel drive. It's just like, okay. So then we get in my car. My car's the, we can get through anything car. We get in the car. I get down the driveway. That actually goes okay. I drive about 10, 15, 20 feet. Not going very great or anything like that. We can tell we're not going to make it up the little hill in our neighborhood. So then we attempt to turn around. We, we turn around <laughs> eventually. I'll just say it that way. And then we try to get up our driveway. Guess what? When we put the truck down there and then the car went down there, it kind of moved all the ice like towards the end there at the driveway. Guess what my car could not do? Get through the ice. So then we went back. We put it in reverse and we went forward and we went to try and to like you know, get the motion going where you can kind of push through. Right now it's no degrees out. I don't care what they say. It's like zero. And we are in the car. Right. And I'm still in shorts. And right. I'm just trying to go rocking back and forth we go up the neighborhood we go to we turn around in the one part of the neighborhood you can't you can't get out because it, it, it goes up both ways we come back to the driveway guess what can't get up the driveway can't get we did this listen for 45 minutes after getting out of the driveway we tried to just get it back in the driveway Finally, I put it in reverse, got up the driveway just enough to put the park thing on, right? And the car sat at the end of the driveway, facing downwards, the wheels turned in case I fell, or in case it kind of fell out of thing and then it would go into the neighbor's tree. And we spent an hour figuring out this. We are so dumb. <laughs> so out of the driveway, couldn't get out of the neighborhood. Couldn't get back up in the driveway. But it was an interesting hour of life. Later on in the show, I'll tell you what happened yesterday, which is equally interesting but equally ridiculous. Okay? All right. We do have somebody calling in for, I don't know, are they calling in to answer the trivia question or are they just calling in? I'm not sure what they're doing, so we'll find out in a split second. Uh, bottom line, though, is it was a kind of a unique experience. Okay? All right. Uh, we are getting, I am getting a text uh, for Annika. She really needs 
prayer. She's flat on her back. She can't move. So let's just open up. Let's just do prayer for Annika real quick. She's their sister. So let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you. We lift up Annika right now. Annika and Neil both, but we lift up Annika specifically. She is just under spiritual attack after attack after attack, and we are praying in the name of Jesus that you would give her a loosening in her back and an ability to move and that the pain would be reduced and she would have the ability by the grace of God, to get functioning again and would not be in so much pain. We lift up our sister. We ask you, because you are Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals, that you would heal her and give her the ability to move forward and not to be so uncomfortable. We lift her up to you, God. She's our sister. She's your daughter, and we ask you to touch her physically in the name of Jesus. We pray amen and amen. Okay, so we wanted to pray for Annika, make sure she's okay. All right, so uh, because I'm probably not going to get to this other teaching, I'll just say this little bit, and then I'll do the trivia. Verse 14 of 2 Corinthians, which I will visit again next week, says this, but thanks be to God who always leads us and triumphantly in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of him. There's this great passage in 2 Corinthians 2.14. I pray this every single day. For you know, It says, thanks be to God who always leads us triumphantly. And that triumphantly word has to do with a procession, kind of a parade. And in that parade, God always leads us into a victory parade. That's what it means. That's exactly what he's saying. So thanks be to God. Thanks be to God who always always leads us to victory. Not sometimes. Always. And that might not be the victory you determined. It might not be the victory that I thought should be the way that I think it should be. But it's the way that God intends it to be. He always leads us to victory. Therefore, we can always say thank you because he leads us that way. All right? All right. So we'll probably cover that again next week. I've just got so much stuff to cover. Don't forget to keep praying for Annika. I do want to answer the trivia question. The trivia question was, who wandered in the fields of Shechem looking for his brothers before finding them in Dothan? The answer is Joseph, which is why the hint was what's that a, was great a great deal, hit. sloppy <laughs> Joes, right? Delicious. Right? And then, right now I really want that. Right? Because I want potato buns and sloppy joes. I'm going to have to tell Noel. And then I did say an entertainer, very famous blank bishop, Joey Bishop. See, see, see. We know no wisdom here. We just follow the best we can. Here we go. We'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. 
That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. The David Spoon Experience. Again, Dr. Robert Jeffress. Doctor, are you there with us? I'm here with you, David. Uh, I'm so glad that you're here. I got to ask you this question. I'm, 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 you know, I, I get a little fiery, especially when uh, Christians are being accused of things that are uh, false, and it happens all the time, especially in the media. And I think you're, if you remember our very first time we ever talked, I told you how impressed I was with you that you were able to keep your uh, spirit steady. <laughs> well, I appreciate that so much. You're a good friend. Uh, I, pr- I appreciate that. Here's the thing that drives me absolutely batty, which is where I need your help now. Uh, I understand this uh, situation with uh, with Tim Tebow. He was going to do a dedication for you. He got a lot of pressure, apparently, from the media. The media accused you of being uh, uh, homophobic and anti-Semitic, which for me, I mean— it was, it was, I guess when I first heard it, I was overwhelmed. First of all, anti-Semitic is a person who discriminates against or is prejudiced or hostile towards Jews. You've been on my show. Now, this is three time, and I'm as Jewish as they come. Yeah, well, David, I mean, the charge of anti-Semitic comes from saying that everyone, including Jews, must trust in Christ in order to go to heaven. Uh, That is hardly anti-Semitic. In fact, I have a Jewish friend in New York who called me this week. She's not a Christian, but she said, I don't understand all of this. said, I don't believe in the New Testament, but you do. You're simply saying what the New Testament says. And, you know, David, we've said before, you know, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And I remind people, Jesus was not a Southern Baptist evangelist. He was a Jewish rabbi. And yet you look at what he said, what the Apostle Paul said, the Apostle Peter. Here are the three most prominent men of the New Testament, every one of them a devout Jew, and yet they said there's one way to God, and that's through faith in Christ. That is not anti-Semitic. 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.